For the first time ever, the Wheeling Nailers are playing host to the Tulsa Oilers, so let's learn a little bit about the Oilers from their head coach. He's in his ninth season in the ECHL. It's Rob Murray, and Rob, you've been in a lot of places in the NHL, the AHL, the ECHL. Is it still fun for you to be able to go to a city for the first time, experience it all, and just kind of take everything in? Well, I think so. I mean, you you, you watch games on TV or, or on the computer, and you, you basically just see the rink, and, uh, you know, I think that there's a uh, comfort level once you get to a town and, and you see the surroundings. But uh, yeah, never been, never been uh, here in Wheeling. I've been through West Virginia many times. Uh, my wife's from uh, Alexandria, Virginia, so we, we, you know I come come through this part quite a bit, going back and forth from Tulsa. So um, yeah, it, I mean it's neat. It, you know, I, I actually wish when you look at our schedule outside of Wheeling, uh, you know we have Greenville coming in next week to us, but. Our other than that, the the three those three games are the only teams that we didn't see last year, and uh, you know it, it would be nice if if there was one way or another from year to year that you would kind of flip flop schedules that you would get a chance to see more teams. But I guess that's just the way it goes. When people look at a map and they start to pick out sort of your traditional hockey markets, your New Englands, your Minnesotas, Wheeling, West Virginia, Tulsa, Oklahoma may not necessarily be on the tips of people's tongues. What do you experience in Tulsa? How's the fan base down there? Fan base is excellent. Uh, you know the team's been there forever. Uh, between you know the central league and different leagues, but uh, uh, the fan uh, fan support is awesome. Um, you know you got your diehards. I mean, just like in any any city, I think the uh, development of hockey in general in the south with uh, Dallas doing so well for the last uh, little while with the Stars. Um, you know that that's really added to it. I think you know hockey's not a, a northern sport per se anymore. And may, maybe back when I was playing, you'd never see anybody come out of California or Arizona or any any place like that, but now you do. And, uh, you know, Tulsa's no different. I think, uh, you know, the only thing that we're, we're, we're lacking right now is that we have our um, big rink downtown, which is seats 17,000 people. It's, it's a, a gorgeous building. And we have a practice facility, and that's the only other pad all, like, in town. If, if for one reason or another, we could not practice at our practice facility and we were out of the big rink, we'd have to go to Oklahoma City. That's the closest, which is an hour and a half away. So there, w- there is a need for more uh, building of uh, hockey arenas. I, and, and I think that youth hockey is, is growing enough that it could support it. You played a lot of time in the NHL and the AHL. So when you first got a job in the ECHL, you were with Alaska in 2011. What was your impression on the ECHL? And now, nine years later, how has that impression changed? I think my very first impression, and, and I'll tell you right now, I, I'll, I'll admit, I, I'd never even seen an ECHL game until I went to Alaska. And... Um, I was impressed at the time, but I can tell you right now, this being my ninth year at this level, the the level of play, the players that move up from this level, um, it, it's night and day. I mean, you're you really kind of filtered out those ECHL lifers that were maybe, I'm sorry to say, like just kind of maybe a. Uh, a step above men's league, and and um, you know I saw it as an American League coach when you would call a guy up and the guy would come through the door and you'd be like, he's the leading scorer in the ECHL, you know, like it's it it was different then. Now to a man like these 
these kids they're de- dedicated to to their craft and um, even the guys that are just on ECHL deals I mean you know they come into camp in shape ready to go and uh, I think that uh, the, the whole landscape I think the not only from our level but from the the higher level down are definitely looking at us as more of a development league than maybe five or six years ago when you look at some of the teams around the league, we'll just pick out a couple of examples on the opposite ends of the spectrum where last year Newfoundland, a lot of impact from the Toronto Maple Leafs on how their roster was built. And then you take a team like last year, Fort Wayne, usually likes to do it all themselves. How do you like to build Tulsa and what's your relationship like with your affiliate in St. Louis? Well, our my affiliate um, in St. Louis is really good. I've got a secondary affiliate with Anaheim, so we've got uh, multiple t- uh, players from uh, both organizations. Um, it's been really good. They're not, I don't think either one of our teams is uh, uh, ready to make that uh, three-tier baseball kind of uh, thought pro- process that, that the Toronto Maple Leafs are doing right now with Toronto, the Marlies, and then Newfoundland. And as you mentioned, like, you know, we we discussed this at the coaches' meetings and, and uh, you know, a couple rules got tweaked and, and uh, turned around and, and maybe even kind of made a little easier to do this but like Toronto had 16 American League contracts there in Newfoundland when they won the Kelly Cup last year and that that is necessary that's basically unheard of at, at this level and I know Wilkesbury, Pittsburgh Wheeling you know it's kind of been that way a little bit I know how you know Jason Botterill liked to, to run it when when he was assistant GM um, Cincinnati now with Rochester because Botts is there now in, in Buffalo um, Toledo Detroit ramp uh, Grand Rapids, a little bit going that way. We are, I think I would say, middle of the road as far as that goes. We're just still that, you know, they've got extra guys up in the American League. They're going to put them in in Tulsa to get some uh, seasoning. Uh, But, you know, maybe... I don't see it happening, but eventually maybe the ECHL goes to that that, uh, AA, AAA, uh, uh, you know, process that they have in baseball and I know like I said Toronto's kind of taking taking the lead with it right now and and uh, we'll see what happens we talked off air a little bit. I had the pleasure of watching you play with the Springfield Falcons when I was growing up. Always respected your game. A hard-nosed player that was going to give it his all. Is that the type of team that you try to build, especially when some of the rest of the league looks to the Mountain Division and says, mm, that's a heavy division? I, I think it is. I mean, it, it is a heavy division uh, in comparison. And, and not that's not a slight on, on the East. I think we just there is a maybe a more physical brand, play, play, a hockey played out West. Um, you know, as a player, I you know I played a certain way. I, I think I had high expectations to myself as on my work ethic, uh, the way I played, with the way I approached every game, and um, quite honestly, like you know, I'm not going to get a team of. 16 Rob Murray's out there. It's just I, but I expect, and, and my expectations of these guys are that you know every night it doesn't matter win lose um, that that we're going to give our our best effort and uh, be able to come away from from the game saying that you know I tried my best and uh, you know for the most part I think I've I've established that as a coach. I think the guys know what I expect and um, you know when we are playing well we're playing like that. 
Very good. Rob, I can't thank you enough for spending a few minutes to talk to me today. This is a really fun interview to be able to do. You had a great career as a player, and you're doing a tremendous job as a head coach as well. Thanks a lot, DJ. Rob Murray, the head coach of the Tulsa Oilers, our guest on the intermission report this evening. Out-of-town scores and third-period action are coming up next on the Nailers Broadcast Network.